Welcome to the Well Drop Own Your Wellness. I'm your host, Amber Berger. And I'm Dina Wismer. We want to share key takeaways from our interviews. Here are this week's episode highlights. Today, we want to recap on our episode with the founder of Grassland Beef, John Wood. Amber, you brought this company, you recognize them as a company that we could really learn from and get information about. How did you learn about them? And why were you interested in talking to John? So since moving to Miami, we have a wonderful butcher in the neighborhood, but they didn't have grass-fed, grass-finished beef. So I've really been on a mission to find how do I order online and bring it into the home? Um, really the best sources if you can like have your meat close to home. But since we don't have a farm nearby that I could get meat from, I started to look online and Google is my best friend. So I did a deep dive research on a bunch of different companies that have grass-fed, grass-finished beef. There is a handful out there, which is amazing. And when I came across Grassland, I really loved how they were still a family business. I love their mission of, you know, how they treat the animals and that they really have been doing this for a very long time since the 90s. So I really appreciate people who've been doing what they're passionate about for many years and keep forging ahead, even when they're sort of going against the grain. And in the 90s, nobody was talking about grass fed and grass finished beef. And it really is how it used to be. Everything was that. So that's how I came across Grassland. And I was so excited to have them on and really educate. I think it's important to educate everybody on why is grass-fed important? Why does it matter? And is it not now? It's not even just about grass-fed. It's about being grass-finished too. And what does that mean? And what that means is about all the animals when commercial type of farming took over, they started to switch from grass-fed to grain-fed. And the difference with the beef, it helps to like plump them up and get them fatter so they're bigger, they can produce more, sell more, but that doesn't necessarily mean, and now people are realizing, you know, 40 plus years later, that that, the nutrients within the contents are not as strong. So a big takeaway from us interviewing John was him explaining how they've actually done studies on the contents of their grass-fed, grass-finished beef compared to commercial-grade meat, and there is a stark contrast. Basically, it is so much richer in antioxidants, four times higher in vitamin E, more vitamin C, more omega-3s, which are the good omegas, and many other, you know, could probably keep going down the list. Um, And I think a lot of people say, you know, they look at like the size, and it actually is more important if you eat, you're really supposed to eat like a fist size of meat is the proper portion size for your body. And if you're eating that and it's full of nutrients because you're getting that from the grass and from the soil, your body is nourished. And I think that that's a real important point um, for people to understand that it's not just about buying meat out there. And if you're going to eat meat, which meat, we're big meat fans on the well drop, um, that really buy the best kind that you can. And it's not about quantity, it's about quality. Well, and I would say two things that that stuck with me also in terms of the quality is that a good provider of meat also takes care of the soil and the grass. So, you know, you were saying if if the the fistful of meat comes from eating the grass and the soil, and in fact, grass and soil is also of high quality. He was saying how they pay attention to that as well. And that, of course, influences what you're putting into your body when you're eating the meat and the animal does consume that. I thought that was huge. It's not just about the animal. It's thinking about the land that this animal is living off of and caring for that land 
is important. Right. That and was one food, thing that really stuck with me. And it being the, organic and the food that the animal is eating is then still going inside you. And I think there's been such a disconnect about that. You know, in these commercial lots, all of the grains are sprayed with tons of pesticides because they want the grain to grow faster so they could feed more. The animal ingests it. A lot of the animals, if it's not stated, they are filled with antibiotics, hormones, because they want them to grow faster and bigger. And then you're ingesting that. And I believe there's a huge connection to what you're eating and then linking mm -hmm. that to a plethora of other issues, which we'll see for another time. But just to know there is a strong importance on the quality of the food that you're choosing for your household. And that if you're going, at least, listen, when we go out to a restaurant, that's the time I believe in 80, 20. I'm, I yeah. do strive for grass fed outside the house, but I'm not going to be so stringent because I am a realist and my family is filled with foodies. So that is a time where I'm going to eat the not 100% healthy type of meat and I'll enjoy it. But at least I know I have the control in my house. So now I try to order and I order from grassland and fill up my freezer. And I know I always have meat and also the same for poultry. So I actually brought a little thing. So I want people to see for labels. So here you could see this is from Whole Foods, 100% grass fed and it's organic. And this is by Maple Hill. And so you're going to start to see this because companies are catching on because it is having a, a little bit of a moment, but it's really going to have a big moment. And then same for chickens, another way. So reading labels, I think is really important. So this is from Vital Farms. This is pasture raised and organic. And what that means when it's pasture raised is that the animals, they're not just free range. Free range means they run around, but everyone, there's a lot of greenwashing going out there. So pasture raises more in their natural environment. That is kind of like, you want to just start paying. Once you start paying attention, you'll start seeing it everywhere. Amber, I have to ask you, lately my skin, when I look in the mirror, it feels like it's looking tired and lackluster. Your skin looks amazing. What do you do on a regular basis? What are you doing to glow the way you glow? You want to learn the secret to aging backwards? I Obviously. discovered <laughs> an amazing company called Young Goose. They are all about a simple skincare system for you to get radiant skin. And I've been using it for over a year and I have never looked back. I find most products don't actually yield results. And all I can do is say, try Young Goose and see what happens and wait for the compliments to start coming in within three months. It's amazing. I'm so excited to try it. How do I find it? You can get a 10% discount code for your first order using WellDrop, and you can find them online at younggoose.com. Another interesting point I think that John said is that going back to knowing your farmer, I think is an important part of know where your food is coming from. So if you have farmer's markets that are in your area, get to know the farmers and ask them questions. Because sometimes there is a thing where a farm doesn't want to pay for the organic you know, sign, and they might even be sprayed with less pesticides than an organic farm is, but you won't know this until you start asking the questions. It's really going, and it is already so imperative for us to really empower ourselves to really get to know what kind of food we're putting in our bodies, because it is so toxic out there, unfortunately. There's just some easy ways, such as going to a farmer's market, ordering online from a valuable source, bring it into your home. And I would say also, I love animals. I hate the idea of eating them, but they are, it's worth it. It's good for us. But I loved how he spoke about using the whole animal. If we are going to kill an animal for years, for centuries, we ate 
all parts of the animal. So we also waste so much in this country of parts of the animal that are really beneficial for us. And so for me personally, it helps to at least, and I, and I struggle with this because I don't enjoy things like liver. I don't like the taste of them, but they are rich in nutrients. And if you're like me and you struggle with the idea of, you know, I hate the idea of killing an animal, but I know it's good for me. It helps me to think, okay, if I am going to eat an animal, how can I try to use or purchase, you know, as many different parts so it's not going to waste? Not only does it help with waste, it's also really good for us and nutrient rich as well. Yeah. And again, thinking back to, I mean, my grandparents, they lived on eating liver and they came over totally. from Europe and that was just very standard in their diet. And in our culture today, I mean, to eat bone marrow and liver, that's not really as common as it is maybe outside of the US, but it is so important for your iron and other vitamins for your body to absorb it. And they definitely, I mean, I, we were talking about how it's just funny. They're really just bringing it back to how it was and they provide all different organ meats. I mean, it is a lot for me to even wrap my head around, but I aspire to hopefully start incorporating it more because you really can have probably just a tiny morsel and I'm sure if we could find a study, but comparing that to an iron pill, probably there's a huge difference of just having that tiny morsel of liver and ingesting it because your body recognizes it. It's real, right? It's human to animal versus a synthetic version that you're ingesting. It's, it's a goal for myself. Like I said, I don't enjoy it. It's not natural for me, but it's. I know that it's important. And I, I think it's also, again, if we're going to be using the animal, we should not waste. We should show the animal the respect by using the entire thing. Or as much as yeah. we can. And I'll just say one last thing regarding just the concept of grass-fed. You might start hearing about regenerative farming. So if you see, because I just bought these amazing eggs last week, regenerative farming, organic, pasture-raised, or regenerative farming, grass-fed, grass-finished. So what they're doing is there's a big you know, epidemic in the country of called deserts. Like we, because of our over-farming, we've created desert lands. And so it's dead soil. So a lot of farmers are now creating regenerative farming and they're bringing the soil back from the dead and they're bringing back the nutrients. And then they're starting to have flourishing. Even John said he created, you know, like the land never looked so beautiful and bountiful. They almost couldn't believe it. And they were wondering, what are you doing? And he's just, it's a different grazing style, I suppose. The Well Drop podcast and content posted by Amber Berger and Dina Wismer is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast or website is at the user's own risk. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. The Well Drop is not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast.